Bout That Action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season is back at MyBookie, and they're now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week two action. Enter code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and the NFL back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. Lastly, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP. Welcome everyone to Bout That Action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Kyle Waddy Watnell, joined by my co-host and partner in picks, Mark Megatron Glass. How are you, Mark? Just another day living in the uh, coronavirus world. Let me play this for you. You have a hot hand these days, Mark. Let's get straight down into it. You have a hot hand in the sports betting game right now. How much money are you up right now? Since we started I have the show. One of the hottest hands. Yeah, you do. And and to remind everyone, you started in the hole and you've come not only all the way back, you've come up a lot. What give us, yeah, give us I a was, break? I was down around four hundred dollars about uh, like about three weeks ago. Right. Maybe like a month ago. Mm-hmm. I'm proud to say that I am now up one thousand two hundred and ninety five dollars. So like thirteen hundred dollars, give or take. Unbelievable. All the way down from four hundred under you had that uh, that Kentucky Derby pick, which did wonders that for you. That was huge, yeah. And then uh, this past week, you had you had the Washington football team winning their week one game. I said Dwayne Haskins MVP. <laughs> Everyone Washington laughed at football you. team to the Super Bowl. Everyone's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Just, just, wait, just wait and watch. Yeah, that was wow. a nice a nice uh, cash in. Overall in the week, I won three hundred forty dollars from the NFL. Yep. And then I also had the Heat winning game one at plus one hundred five, so that mm-hmm. uh, netted me four hundred and forty five dollars for the week, which meant uh, yeah, I'm now up thirteen hundred dollars. You know, if someone goes up, someone has to go down, and unfortunately, uh, I went down this past week uh, on that Celtics uh, versus Heat game. I had the Celtics game one, lost that one uh, in overtime. That was unfortunate. Um, lost $224 on week one of the NFL season. Uh, so that sucks. Wow. Yeah, that was a bummer. Uh, I'm, I'm almost down to zero now. I'm at $78. Uh, if you hadn't bought those steak dinners with your shoot. original winnings, <laughs> you'd be closer to 300 Yeah, down, down to $78 up. Uh, I'm in a little bit of a, a scary situation here because, you know, if, if this if our picks don't go well this week for UFC 253, which we're about to break down in a minute, if our picks don't go well, I could go into the red. Is Mark the new Kyle? Is Kyle the new Mark? Uh, 2020's upside down. Look, I just want to say, right, because I, I listened back to the episodes, mm-hmm. and I, I, I think, 
with our show like i'm not gonna give you like these detailed breakdowns of like oh well the angle of the way that james harden shoots a three-pointer and a step back no (laughs) i just look at it and i say hey this guy is is better than this guy or that this team's better than this team and i bet on them based on my intuition and it works and it's working for now (laughs) no it's gonna work all right okay i will never lose money (laughs) again (laughs) before we jump into ufc 253 uh we thought a fun way to start off the show since we are talking fighting again throwback to episode one however long about a month ago right throwback to episode one where we broke down a ufc fight um we're gonna bring back our trifecta segment uh we're going to name the top three athletes either of us would choose to back us up in a fight um, we're going to exclude so no fighters, right? No fighters. Okay. We're going to exclude combat sport athletes. No so, boxing. or anything. So no boxing, no MMA fighters, um, no wrestlers, nothing like that. Hockey. They fight. Yeah. You can, you can pick a hockey fighter. That's on the table. I don't know any hockey players. <laughs> you, <laughs> Wayne you could if you wanted to, <laughs> uh, but we're going to exclude combat sport athletes, uh, and pick our top three athletes. You choose to back you up in a fight. Your number one pick Mark. Number one, meaning my third like are we okay. going in order? Yeah, let's go three to one. Your number three pick. Number three, uh, I'm gonna go with Miles Garrett. Hmm. Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that makes sense. Pass rusher. After that, with his incident last year, right? He might club someone with a helmet. Yeah. Here's the thing: is that there's a big difference to me in fist fighting versus fighting with actual weapons. Yeah. Because I think mentally, it's like like UFC. It's like these guys are allowed to like beat the shit out of each other. Because it's got to be like a really freak accident to happen for one of them to kill the other person right. at, the, at the end of the day. It's got to be like a, as far as I know, it's it's happened a couple times, Like, mm-hmm. but no one's been like punched in the face so hard that they just drop dead. Extremely rare. Whereas to actually pick up a a, hel- a helmet yeah, in his case. Yeah, an NFL case, helmet. Or whether that's a everyday street item like a brick mm-hmm. or a kitchen knife or something and to actually <laughs> fucking club that at somebody, that's, that's another level of fighting. And okay. I, want, I want that behind me. Yep. I think that's like the difference between actually taking something as a weapon and using it is is the uh, energy that I want backing me in my fight. <laughs> yeah, he was fighting to kill when he when he's, when he's you're clubbing someone with an NFL helmet. For those who don't remember, he went after what? It was Mason Rudolph? Who he, Mason Rudolph, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a crazy event. Yeah, Got him Definitely, and there was a. I saw a video like someone took an NFL grade helmet and hit and something. They hit a. Uh, they hit a chair, like a like a wooden chair, and the they chair just chair. shattered. Jeez. Yeah. That's a smart pick, though. Uh, you know, there might be some sort of miscellaneous items around the bar, wherever you you may be. And Miles Garrett's your guy to use his intuition. And he's also out. in general without a weapon. He's like six five. Yeah. In general, seven. he's also a, a he's physical humongous, specimen. Humongous. So yeah. So he's good for any situation. Those two reasons, I'm gonna take him number three. That's a good pick. Uh, my number three, I'll go. I'll go with Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, yeah, uh, that that makes sense. I don't have to explain that one too much. Uh, yes. seven, Shaquille seven O'Neal. I mean, two, how, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how are you gonna? How are you gonna? How are you gonna fight against Shaquille O'Neal? He's just got. He's got massive feet, massive hands. He's just a huge guy overall. Um, Shaquille O'Neal is my number three pick. That's a fair pick. Yeah, I feel like he's just like one punch. Yeah, knockout. I don't know how you're gonna. How you're gonna. <laughs> how you're gonna stop him? So your number two pick. Number two. I'm going to go with Ron Artest. Mm-hmm. He was in my... Uh, NBA my, legend. Yeah, my honorable mentions. Meta World Peace. Uh, no, see, I'm not taking Meta World Peace. I, I went before that. Oh, I see what you're... I, I okay. want pre-name change. <laughs> okay. Like, that was when he, like, ref, quote-unquote right. reformed himself and, like, had, Became, went through therapy yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff. I want, I want the old guy who's, like, not medicated or anything. Got it. Jumps into the crowd and beats up the fans. <laughs> Ron Artest. Throwing egregious elbows. I think he'd be a good... I think he's just fearless. And also, like, NBA players, like a like a Miles Garrett. Because i got to balance myself out, right? Like, I'm, like, a very average size guy. Yeah. 
Like I'm strong. You're but I'm, above, a little bit above average. Well, I have strength, like, but I don't have like size. You don't have height. Exactly. I have a very normal amount of height. Whereas, like, yeah. So that's why I think uh, a NBA guy, player. Yeah, a guy like Ron Artest, like he's he's got to be pushing. What is he? Yeah, I'm looking at. He's six seven. Mm, yep. Six seven and just loves to fight people. Yeah, he does. He really does. He he could have easily ended up in a fighting sport and he would have done well. Um, he you know he's well known for his behavior on the court. He was on my honorable mentions list as well for that reason. So also something that interesting sense. that I, I just realized, like when I was looking up the, uh, like I was watching a video of his fight, like the famous fight where he like jumped into the crowd and yep. like beat up the fan. So the guy who's actually like trying to break up that fight is Steven Jackson, who's the guy like with the George Floyd stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's him. Okay. Like, you know, he like Steven Jackson was like, he's like, he was George Floyd's like really good friend. And he's been like speaking a lot about yeah, like, the has. Black Lives Matter stuff. Okay. And you saw him. So he was like, he was in that fight. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like it's like it's a, a weird, world. weird thing. I didn't weird realize. Coincidence. It. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. Ron, totally unrelated. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's random. But Ron Artest is your second pick. <laughs> Ronnie. Which makes sense. My second pick, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave the U.S. for this pick. Okay. I'm going to go over to Europe. Oh wow! And I'm gonna I'm gonna find I'm gonna find Zinedine Zidane. You know Zinedine. Zidane. I know who that is. I'm a, if, if our for listeners, our listeners know. who don't know, they should, I feel like people know. Who that yeah, is. if you refer to, they probably don't know his name. 2006 World Cup final. 2006, yeah. Uh, he's the headbutt guy. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he's he's the guy that uh, when I, <laughs> you know, drove his forehead into that guy's chest in the World Cup final, got himself sent his off. last game and ever. His last game ever, <laughs> and he's a legend. Um, Last game ever, World Cup final, the biggest, biggest possible game in the biggest possible moment in overtime. Mm-hmm. He's just like unbelievable. So I picked what an him, idiot. I mean, I picked him because just the unexpected, right out of nowhere. I mean, he just <laughs> turned around and threw his head into that guy's chest, and that, that's like a pretty, pretty gnarly thing to do. Um, so I just picked him because you know, in a fight, you never know. Uh, maybe he'll be the one to start it. Maybe he'll be the one to, you know, use a weird body part to, yeah, to get he's the job the, done. Uh, he's the coach of Real Madrid now. Yeah, so he is. I don't know if he's going to be willing to put his public image at, that's, well, yeah. on the line like that these days. That's true. Um, that's true. But in this in this imaginary situation. Yeah, I think I think anyone that's willing to, like, end their career on an egregious exactly. head. But, like, that is someone that, like, they'd, they'd throw hands if at his, the Like, yeah, that's a good guy to his, back you if up. His, if his flip can get switched like that. And, yeah, like, the Europeans... He's all. He's from Algeria, actually. He played for France from Algeria. Oh. He's like North. He's got like that North African, like yeah, like they got like pirates up there. I'm sure he's he's got to be well versed in combat. Zinedine Zidane, my number what two. What about pick. your uh, number one? My number one is um, <laughs> my number one's Hope Solo. Oh, love that. You remember? I Hope feel like Solo. a lot of people won't know who that is, but to me, Hope, that's amazing. We should, Hope you should Solo definitely is give him the, the rundown uh, there. She was the uh, U.S. Women's Soccer National Team goalkeeper for a while long time uh very famous also famously just difficult for the team to deal with in a lot of ways but she's a bitch but one of the <laughs> things she would do or that she got in trouble for was what she would beat up her she, husband she had she had multiple like domestic violence right uh charges like that that she was char- they kept getting charged and then dropped against her like it was yeah Makes her a terrible person. It was her husband and then also like her nephew and so like people yeah. in her family. Yeah, it makes her a terrible person, a terrible representation of soccer, but a great pick for who would back you Also, her husband is a former NFL player. Which is... What's his name? I'll, I'll look it up for you. It was... Uh, but he's he's humongous. Like he's like a lineman, not not like a, you know, not like a Julian Edelman, you know, like clean right. cut, he's like not short a guy. guy. No, it was... Uh, 
I don't know. Oh, here it is. Jeremy Stevens. Okay. Jeremy Stevens. Wikipedia lists him at 6'7", 260. Wow. Wow. <laughs> He's a first-round pick. Wow. Played in the league for eight years. What a crazy story that was when it came out. I feel like everyone's forget. I mean, Hope Solo yeah. is like... You know what also? She now, got a, she got a, in trouble also. Um, not so much a violence thing, but her and her husband, while she was in like a, a training camp with the team, Yeah. they... Her and her husband got drunk and like I took think the, I remember this. They like took the team van, like they had like sprinter vans for the team, and they like drove it to like a bar and got like a DUI and the team. Yeah, DUI. <laughs> that's what it was. Which is terrible. Don't so. don't drink and drive. But yeah, no. I could totally see. Also, like you have the element of surprise because she's a female. Okay. And so I feel like in in like in general, like you're not gonna be looking at like if you're like I'm assuming you're not fighting girls, like no. you're fighting guys, right? Yes. So I feel like in general, like having a girl on your side, they're gonna that's underestimate you. Right, because she's not like. Don't huge. underestimate Hope Solo. No, do not do that. That's, that's like a, a, that's one of your that's biggest a, mistakes. That's the last you can mistake make. you will make. Um, Hope Solo is my number number one. She pick. beats up her family members. <laughs> that's awful. Her husband is six foot seven, and she beats him up too. So that's awful. I, I definitely think that's a great pick. Hope Solo, you can't. Can you go any darker than Hope Solo for your number one pick? Probably not, right? Yeah, I can. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who you got number one? Uh, I got Aaron Hernandez number oh. one. Oh. Rest in peace. Well, you didn't just specify if they had to be alive. Oh, still. That's you did, awful. They can. They, do they have to be alive? I, I think Aaron Hernandez is a great pick. It is, it is a great pick for the sake of the game. It's a great pick. I was just reacting. You know, oh, oh man. Have you watched Hernandez. the documentary on Netflix? I have. Yeah, that was a, that was a great. So my uh, my former boss is in that documentary. Oh, I, yeah? I was an intern for the uh, agency that. Called, I don't work there anymore. I'll say the name. It's called Athletes First. Okay. And uh, that was where I like got my start working as an intern there when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And so they represented Aaron Hernandez all the way up until he died. Wow. And I was an intern. You were there while they were representing? I was an intern for Athletes First while his second trial was going on and while he killed that himself. That had to be crazy. Dude, it was insane. Yeah. And so like we were always watching it in the office and stuff. And it was interesting because everyone had really good things to say about him. And this is actually part of why I put him on my list. Okay. People that worked there. Liked him. Yeah. They said he was like the nicest guy, super good dude, like super loyal. And they think that's like why he mm. did the crimes that he did hmm. was out of like loyalty. Interesting. Which I don't think the documentary really touched on very much. No. But so that was kind of like there. It's not proven at all. But that was like. Yeah. That was their theory. And then there's obviously all that information about how, like, he might have killed himself to, like, earn money for his family. I don't know if you're Uh, familiar with that. But there was basically, at the time, there was a Massachusetts state law that said if you were in an appeal process of your uh, charges against you and, like, you die and you can't, you know, stand trial, then the charges are vacated. So what happened with Aaron Hernandez was he was acquitted of the, like, double murder. They used that as grounds to appeal for the original murder. While he was appealing the case, he killed himself in jail. So he was then technically exonerated of the original murder. Wow. Which would mean... You, sh- you should have written this documentary, Mark. Well, I know <laughs> a lot about it because I was working this. there at the time. So which would mean that now the New England Patriots owe the, his estate millions of dollars for his family. Is that ongoing? Or they, they no, what it? ended up happening was because of that instance, Massachusetts realized how outdated that rule was and they overturned it and not, they got nothing. Wow. Which is actually like a very sad story at the end of the day. But it was, yeah, it was, and also that this is. was actually even crazier. Actually, it's not crazier than that, but it's more, <laughs> more related to me. Was while, I, while I was interning there, like while the trial was going on, we had like a front desk, uh, like a lady that worked at the front desk and she was out for some reason. And whenever she was out, I had to work the front desk, which is like mm-hmm. people are calling on the phone. Intern. Like, yeah, intern shit. And uh, 
so one time this guy, I'm sitting at the front desk and this guy comes up to me and he's like, Hey, I need to, uh, I need to deliver this to Brian Murphy. Who's the, he's the president of the company. He's in the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Okay. Um, and he was Aaron Hernandez's general counsel. He was like a Harvard law guy, like genius dude. Um, so he was Aaron Hernandez's general, general counsel during like, even when he was in jail and stuff. And, uh, so he was like, I need to deliver this envelope to him. Like, and so I was like, you can't like go back there and like, you can't just like go walk in and mm-hmm. see the president. He's like, I, I need to give it to him. He wouldn't like tell me what it was. It's urgent. Yeah. Eventually I convinced the guy to just give me the envelope and leave. I opened the envelope before I gave it to him. I, was, I don't know. Maybe it's like anthrax or something. I'm the yeah. intern. I got to take that. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. I open it. It's a subpoena for, uh, for my boss to wow. actually like testify in the trial. And so I walk back there. Uh, He's in a meeting with like a bunch of NFL executives yeah. like in his office. You're like, oh. And his door is glass. And uh, he's like, and I'm looking at the window and he's like shooing me away. He's like, he's like, mm-hmm. not now, not now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like trying to get his attention. So I go and I get a, I get a piece of paper and I wrote, you've been summoned on the paper. And I just <laughs> held it against the window. <laughs> And that was your last day. <laughs> and then he got up and he got up and like came out and like okay. took the paper and he's like, fuck. And then he like wow. grabbed it and flew to Boston the next day You're to like, testify. You've been summoned. <laughs> I just threw that against the glass. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what to do, but I need to get this guy out of this meeting. Yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, funny. that was my, my connection okay. to Darren Hernandez. Yeah, and that's I'm, cool. I didn't know you had that connection. That's a, that must have been a crazy a crazy time in your in your intern experience and a crazy time working in sports overall. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I've seen everything at this point. <laughs> in your young career. It's funny because like now when people talk to me, like, if you're going to represent me, like, what if I kill somebody? What are you going to do? I'm like, you're like, well, actually, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've seen actually, it. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, let's move on to UFC 253. Does that sound good to you? Yes. Make some picks. Um, now that we're in the fighting spirit. Now that we're in the fighting spirit. <laughs> have you ever watched UFC and they're always like, uh, Modelo, the fighting spirit. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's a commercial. Every two commercials is a Modelo fighting spirit yep. commercial. Anyway, uh, let's jump into UFC 253. This is going to be a great card. Uh, it's headlined by Israel Adesanya, who fights Paulo Costa. They're going back to Fight Island for this card. They've been in Vegas for the past few weeks uh, doing basically cards for American guys. But now that they're having international fighters, the place where they host those fights is over on Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. Um, so they're going back to Fight Island because most of these fighters are international guys. Um, so let's go ahead and dive into uh, the main card is what we're going to break down. First fight on the main card is Hakim Dawodu, who is a minus 115 versus Zubaira Tukogov, who's also a minus 115. This fight is a pick Your initial thoughts on this one and your pick. Uh, I'm picking Dawodu. Okay. I don't know enough about UFC to differentiate between two guys that have the exact same odds. All I know is that this uh, Zubera guy, he's the guy that in the McGregor versus Khabib fight. Yep. When they had the huge brawl. And, like, obviously everyone knows what happened there. Khabib jumped the cage. Right. But then when McGregor was still in the cage, someone hopped into the cage. And sucker, him. Sucker punched McGregor from behind. That's right. That was this that guy. That was this guy. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That's like the cheap, like you're a UFC fighter Such and you're going to throw shot. that cheap shot. Yeah. I hope this guy gets his ass beat in. So okay. I'm going to take the Wodu just for uh, purely emotional reasons. Understandable. Uh, I'm going to take Tuk Hoguv. Uh, so I'm going to go against you on this one. Kind of for, for similar but opposite reasons. I mean, he's a training partner of Khabib. Um, he, but he can also can knock people out. You know, Khabib's not really known for knock people, knocking people out. He grapples them. So this guy's got a great grappling base. Um, but he can also win by KO. He won his last fight by KO. 
Uh, like you mentioned, it's tough to pick a pick 'em fight in MMA most of the time. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Russian. Um, you did say episode one, when in doubt, you take the Russian, but I no, guess you're I not. said, oh yeah, I said Russians yeah, and Brazilians. Did. But anyway, but I'm, I'm gonna, not in doubt. I'm going to take the Russian this time. Uh, so we'll go ahead and go against each other for the opening fight on the main card. That moves us along to a fight without any odds posted yet over in my bookie because there is a replacement fighter. This fight is Ketlin Vieira versus Sejara Eubanks. Uh, Eubanks is coming in on short notice. Uh, your your thoughts on this one, if any? I honestly don't. The thing with <laughs> women's UFC that I actually saw a stat was that their knockout rate, um, like actually like punching or kicking someone and knocking them out, is way lower than the men's. Well, yeah. Like so, typically the the female UFC is decide if it's a KO or if it's a TKO or whatever. Um, like it's going to be a tap out. Well, not yeah, not necessarily. It could be like a like a, a beating where like someone's not fighting back enough and the ref just stops at right, a, t- right. a but, TKO. But if you will. yeah, but statistically, it's actually like if a fight doesn't go all the way, yeah, then it's more the likely distance, to be a submission. a submission. Definitely. So I'm asking you as I'm going to defer to you. Who's okay. the better wrestler between the two? Oh, uh, you want to take Vieira here? In, then I'm going to take her. In any honestly, I I, I can't back up Eubanks really in any in any way in any capacity. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm going to take Vieira. I'm also going to take... I expect her to be like a 2-1 to one or 3-1 to one favorite. Um, Eubanks is coming in on short notice. Um, and Eubanks is... She's won her last few fights, but she has a few losses before then. Vieira... This is bantamweight, by the way. I should mention that. A bantamweight fight. Um, Vieira has only lost once, and that was her last fight where she got knocked out by Aldana. That was actually like... We're talking clean knockouts. That was like a clean knockout. Aldana's really good. Um, so I expect her to bounce back here. And it's no... You know, it's no knock to lose to Aldana. So I expect her to bounce back and get a convincing win against Eubanks. Also breaking news. Well, it's not oh, bra- breaking it, news. It's breaking news for me. Okay. I just Googled, What's up? I just Googled Vieira and she's Brazilian. And like I said before, <laughs> breaking news when in doubt, just take the Brazilians. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. Uh, that'll take us over to a flyweight scrap. This is between Kai Cara France and Brandon Royval. Kai Cara France, a minus two twenty five favorite Brandon Royval at plus one eighty five. I'll give you a little bit of background before you dive in on this one. Kai Kara France uh, is part of City Kickboxing, which is the gym in Auckland, New Zealand, where Israel Adesanya also fights. So they're teammates and training partners. Brandon Royville uh, is 1-0 in the UFC. He just came in. He uh, he came in off the Contender Series. Uh, he beat Tim Elliott uh, in his UFC debut, who's like a very... Uh, He's kind of a bit of a journeyman. Like he's, he's he fights all the time in the flyweight division. So if you beat him, it means some good stuff. That being said, I'll start this one off. I think this is too much too soon for Brandon Royville. Kai Kara France is a, a major step up in competition. Um, Royville is a good prospect, but I think he's a little bit too young and too new and too fresh. And I just think with this being like a card with a lot of city kickboxing New Zealand guys, I think Kai Kara France is going to go out there, get a good victory before his teammate Adesanya goes out there. Uh, your pick for this one? I'm good with all of that. Okay. Minus 225, Kai Kara France. Yep. That'll take us to the co-main event of the evening. This one's fun. Um, this is a light heavyweight fight for the title that John Jones actually vacated. I don't know if you knew about I that. I did know that. Um, so they're going to be fighting. They're basically the number one and two guys uh, who are next in line for a title shot. Um, and this should be good. Dominic Reyes is a minus 255 favorite. Jan Blahovic is a plus 200 underdog. Your initial thoughts on this one? Uh, I like Dominic Reyes in this fight. Okay. Speed, 
size, power, power. <laughs> all well, advantages. Well, I, I would say if you're talking power, I, I would actually take Blahovich for power. I just Blahovich has a nasty left hand, like a left hook, and I'll give you I'll give you a little breakdown of how Blahovich has got himself to this spot. He was okay. He was winning his fights. He was getting some good knockouts against okay competition. Luke Rockhold makes a comeback. You've heard of Luke Rockhold. Mm-hmm. Luke Rockhold makes his comeback uh, at 205. And they're like, oh, who should we give Luke Rockhold? Let's give him this Jan Blahovich guy. He should be able to handle him because Blahovich has only beaten mediocre guys and he's looked okay doing it. So they give Blahovich Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold's a big favorite in that fight. And then Blahovich absolutely like starches him with a left hand, breaks his jaw, puts him out for a super long time. And everyone's like, wow, was that a lucky punch? I think that was a lucky punch, right? That was probably a lucky punch. Then they give Blahovich another fight against Corey Anderson, who was in the top five of the division. Blahovich goes out there. Anderson's a favorite again. Blahovich lands another left hook and put, he just got one of those Smashes one him. of those weapons, just like one of those kind of like a McGregor weapon, where it's just you know if that left hand lands, uh, he's probably going to win the fight. So I would give the the uh, the power edge to the Polishman Blahovich. Uh, Let me ask you this though: mm. What is more power, the arms, or the legs? Uh, the legs. Dominic Reyes, mm. he's a master with those feet. Yeah, he's a good he's a good kicker for sure. So I kind of feel like I always like taking the fighters that are better with their legs because I feel like they have a it's, <laughs> what a quote, <laughs> especially when they have an innate size advantage nice. because I just feel like they can keep the distance better. Yeah, he he. And is, when you can yep. control the distance, you're controlling the fight. Yeah, he's bigger, he's taller. Uh, he, uh, Blahovich has a one inch reach advantage surprisingly Dominic Reyes that's is much, the arms yeah with, okay fair I'm you, talking about the legs <laughs> his leg reach I'm might be you, a little longer. I've been in a UFC fight before I know yeah, when yeah, I fought yeah, Marvin yeah. Vittori he controlled the distance uh-huh. and then he won the fight with his legs <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Blahovich is 37 years old so this does feel like kind of the, the first and last shot at, at, at UFC gold but uh, Dominic Reyes let's talk about him a little bit um he flew up the ranks, uh, was 12 and 0. His only loss was total bullshit. Everyone it was it. absolute <laughs> Everyone bullshit. Everyone knows that, yeah. Did you, did you get a chance to watch that fight? Because it was yeah, so frustrating. It was a marketing play. It was, uh, for those unaware, he fought John Jones for the title and arguably, and very arguably, John Jones beat best, John Jones. Best, uh, he was the best pound, pound for pound fighter at the yes, time. Yes, he is. And he probably, he probably still is. I mean, John Jones is still a legend. He just doesn't want to fight. He just doesn't want to fight <laughs> Dominic again because Dominic Reyes literally convincingly won but they gave it to john jones yeah, i on saw the out of like uh out of like 21 media outlets 14 of them had dominic Reyes yeah, scored higher yeah he uh he he came in and put on an amazing performance no one really expected it he was a big underdog in that fight um and then they gave it to john jones which i'm telling you marketing play yeah it could it could have been um could have been a marketing play it gave D- dominic Reyes his first and only loss and even then, he still hasn't really looked rocked. Like, he's never looked like he's about to go down or he's hurt yeah, or anything like that. Yeah, super durable. Right. So, for that reason, I think that's going to counteract Blahovich's power. I don't think, even if he does land a left hand, I'd be very surprised to see Dominic Reyes knocked out. I don't really see it happening. Uh, I'm going to, I think it's a pretty safe play to take Dominic Reyes minus 255. You agree? I agree. Watch the legs. Watch the legs. Speaking of legs, legs have knees, right? Knees. Yeah. You know, yeah. And when it comes to sports books, you know what the bee's knees is? 
God, what's the BZ? Just starting. Just get us paid. <laughs> MyBookie.ag. Winning season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane player props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are starting where they left off, and NFL has officially returned in a big way. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes week in and week in, week out. Oops. Get in on the action. Use promo code SGP and double your first deposit. Now players get up to $1,000 in a free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use the promo code SGP and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. Go ahead, Mark. Well, I don't know if you've been living under a rock for the last month, but DraftKings is the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Mm. And to add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, then you are a fucking idiot. Head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. (laughs) Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes or losing your paycheck for the week. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now and use code SGP for a limited time. New users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. That's code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? So you need badly. to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you a best bet recommendation for every game and gives you the reasoning behind why you should place the bet, unlike Mark. Also show you the best bets that have been the most profitable to make sure you're cashing in. BetQL has sharp data for NBA, MLB, and NHL, so if you want an inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. If you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL. You can also head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. And the age-old question. Mm. Have you thought of starting your own sportsbook, but you don't know how? (laughs) All the time. Well, what are you waiting for? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. I say this every goddamn week. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP. P. Good work, Mark. Good work. Good work. Uh, time for the main event. The main the event. main event of the evening. It's going to be Paulo Costa, plus one thirty-five underdog. He takes on Israel Adesanya, who is defending his middleweight championship belt. A minus one sixty-five favorite. This one's been a long time coming. Yeah, this is a this is there's some bad blood and then there's some bad blood. This is a great fight with some great bad blood and some great trash talk. Even though Paulo Costa doesn't speak the best English, sometimes that makes the trash talk even better. I just want to say, as a in, in like a no homo way, I think Paulo Costa is probably overall the best looking mm. UFC fighter. Anyone, yeah. anyone want to dispute that? I mean, I'm not going to dispute that. Uh, he is one of the most shred. Do you think he's naturally? Dude, I that was wondering shredded? this too. 
I don't think I think he has he to looks, have taken steroids. He at looks some point like he's out life. of a test tube. Yeah, for me, like I, someone that is a, an avid gym goer, like fitness is something I'm into, mm-hmm. and so I have done my research on like what it looks like to be a natural versus not natural <laughs> What's because he you, taken? Yeah. you have to keep uh, realistic expectations for how your body can look like <laughs> and like everything that i know points to this guy not being, being natural yeah. i mean i get that he's obviously a specimen that's why he's a top ufc fighter in his weight class yeah. but i mean you can just see it's like the structure of like his delts and his arms mm-hmm. versus like his waist it's 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 pretty crazy i mean i guess they do test in the ufc obviously for certain things but right. I mean, it's not to say that uh, several years back he wasn't taking some kind of. Uh, yeah, he's got some, some hair. He's got some hair loss going on as well. I don't know if you ever noticed that about him. He has like yeah. a, it's like a bald spot covered by really thin hair. Maybe that's a whole other issue. But yeah, his but, jawline is insane. He too. just looks. He looks like an actual superhero. Um, out yeah. of like a comic book. Um, absolutely jacked. Uh, are you gonna back him on this one as an underdog, or what are your what are your first thoughts on just this matchup? Um, and now that they're finally here fighting each other, what are you most excited about? See, I'm not I'm not gonna back him. I'm gonna take Israel Adesanya to defend the belt. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I mean, it's you only have to take one look at Paulo Costa and know that he's just a he's just a hard hitter. That that's his thing. Yep. Um, the thing with Adesanya, as his name suggests, the style bender. The style bender. I mean, he's I I think he's such a technical fighter, and I think. Like I said about the last fights before, I, I always like when there's significant height advantages like this. Like Adesanya's got like four or five inches on yeah, this guy. Yeah, and reach. Yeah, so I think the reach combined with the legs, I think... I think Ade- <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> With the legs. No, but actually, I think that's such an effective way to keep distance, especially for Adesanya, who's not the kind of fighter that's just going to rush into things and fight emotionally. If oh, anything, yeah. he gets criticized for not fighting aggressive he's enough. He's going to be on his bike the he's whole kind, fight. Yeah, he's kind of like a Floyd Mayweather kind of yep, fighter where yep. he's... He's he knows the points that he needs to score. Circle the cage, counter. Yeah, yeah Circle ex- the cage, exactly. Counter. And I, I think he's just going to be able to pick him apart. The only thing I think would happen is if Adesanya was like I don't know, lost his head, or made some kind of mental error that allowed uh, Paulo Costa to, to close that gap one. that he's going to try and keep and yeah, land just just one. rock him in the fucking face yeah, and then kind of take it over from there if he gets injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, otherwise, to me, I I really don't see any other way that Adesanya loses this fight, especially like just overall. I think. Just the punching ability, the technical ability, the wrestling ability. Yep. It's all in his favor. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to watch Adesanya's last fight against Yoel Romero, but I did. Uh, it'll be the same. It's Yoel Romero and Paulo Costa are very similar, so it's going to be the same game plan. Um, Adesanya would, exactly like we said, he would kind of stick and then move. he step in, one, two, you know, quick combo, get out of the way of the counter. Um, or let him strike first and counter him and then keep circling, keep circling. So expect Adesanya to be moving a lot, just, you know, all around the cage, trying to avoid avoid any sort of uh, pocket trading uh, with this guy who definitely has a power edge. Adesanya has been rocked a few times, so I'm a little bit nervous for him just because um, we've seen Kelvin Gastelum rock him really bad. and, and but You and t- learn from your mistakes. You learn from your mistakes. Paulo Costa told me that. I was watching. Uh, oh yeah. I was watching a YouTube video of Paulo Costa, and he said what he was th- talking about learning <laughs> from mistakes. Okay. And it was he's speaking Portuguese, and it, it was translating oh, at the bottom. Oh, cool, cool, okay. And it was a quote. It said, "The dog who has been bitten by the snake mm-hmm. is afraid of sausages." Okay. Let that sink in. Let the listeners. The dog that has been bitten by the snake is afraid of sausages. So I thought that was like a Google Translate error on YouTube's part. <laughs> yeah, it seems <laughs> that's like That's actually a Brazilian proverb. Okay. Which means that, you know, the dog that's obviously been attacked, and the dog that's been hurt, mm. it's mistaking the sausages. Right, it's scared now. For a snake. It's anxious. It's extra cautious. Okay. 
So maybe maybe that's what's going on. Adesanya is obviously a very smart fighter. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be stupid of him to, like you said, like to move away from his normal strategy where he's always on the go and he's always keeping distance, waiting for his moments. Yeah. Whereas you have a guy that just fucking rocks people with his steroid arms. <laughs> Like why I, I I don't see him I don't see him making this a blow for blow close combat. No, this will be Adesanya keeping the distance and staying on his bike and yeah, it, fear the sausage. It's good that there's no fans there to boo him this time, you know, because like against Romero, I felt a little bad for him because but I did have I did have some money on Adesanya there, so I was like, yes, just keep just keep staying out of the way. Yeah, Adesanya had You're, some money on that too. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. <laughs> he doesn't care. He sure did. He was like, you know, I don't mind. I'm I'm not gonna lose my belt uh, to the scorecards if there's like very little action. There was like so little action that fight. Um, everyone was really upset about it. This one, I I I do think Paulo Costa's a. Uh, uh, they're both undefeated, by the way. Um, and Costas, he knows exactly what Adesanya is going to do. It's going to make for a great fight. It's just going to see. Yeah, Dana can, White said fight of the year. Yeah, I, I honestly agree with him. Um, can Costa stop, cut off the cage, really, when is when Adesanya circles and tries to get out? Can he cut off the cage and land a big shot? Um, can Adesanya avoid that big shot and score, on the, score the points? So I think it'll either be Adesanya by decision or Costa by knockout. Would you... Yeah, do we have the line? I uh, see that we've got a minus 165 for Adesanya. It's, it's actually a very closely scored fight. Yeah, it is. I mean, Costa's, uh, he's no slouch. I mean, he's never lost. But neither of these guys have ever lost. Costa's never looked seriously hurt. Adesanya has looked seriously hurt. Um, yeah, I think, I think it goes one of those two ways. But for my pick, I'm just going to stick to the money line and take Adesanya minus 165. Yeah, I like that. That's what, that's what I had as well. Okay. We're both on Israel Adesanya to retain his UFC middleweight championship. Should be a great fight. Before we close out the show, lock dog parlay time. Mark, your lock for this show. Ooh, my lock for the show. Honestly, there's nothing that is like super close together that I want to like label as a lock. I don't put Adesanya as my lock. Okay. I like that lock. Yeah. Minus 165. Okay. Because I don't, I don't like doing the locks where it's like, Minus a, a thousand. It's like, yeah, no shit. You know, I want to make it interesting. I'm going to yeah. Israel Adesanya is a lock to win this fight. Minus 160. Yep. I think that's a, a decently safe bet. Um, I'm going to go for, I was originally going to say Jake Matthews, who's on the, on the undercard or the prelim card. And he's a, he's an Australian guy who's, a, but he's I a, forgot min- you're a prelim guy. He's a, I do like the prelims. He's a minus 600 favorite though. And since you just talk a little bit of smack on that, I'm going to give a different lock. Although just know that that is kind of my lock lock. Okay. But my secondary lock and is going to be Dominic Reyes. I see him uh I see him handling uh Blahovich probably by decision, but I'm going to just take a money line minus 255 as my lock to get the job done. Your dog. I honestly don't even really have a dog this week. I'll I'll give it well I said Dominic Reyes. You got to be prepared for the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's on you. I thought the whole point was that you do all the work and I just (laughs) come in and talk for an hour. I thought that was the deal. Um, No, but uh, I think I I just don't really like any of the underdogs this week. If I had to say if you really wanted to take an underdog, like maybe put some money on Jan Blachowicz. Mm-hmm. Against to land Dominic, that, I said to land that left hand. Yeah, I think that's I think that's your best shot at one, any of these underdogs. On the main card, I'd agree with you. I don't uh, look at the undercard, but though. I'm, I'm gonna, not a degenerate. I'm going to jump down to the prelims uh, for my dog. My dog is going to be William Knight. Uh, he's a plus 140 underdog. He fights Alexa Kammer. Both guys are contender series guys, so they both just fought on Dana White's show about Dana White, and it's all about Dana White. And it's yeah. Dana White's name a bunch of times, and yep. Dana White signing a paper, and Dana White. Uh, I'm going to take William Knight as plus 140 underdog there just because they're both making their UFC debuts. And I think uh, you never, I'm still not really sure about either of them, you know, whether 
Could be the case where Cameron is not ready yet. So I'm going to take Knight as my underdog there. Uh, your parlay. Parlay, uh, since there weren't, you know, there wasn't an absurd amount of uh, matches or fights <laughs> wow. in, in this case. <laughs> right, like it's not like the NFL. Like the NFL, we matches. went through 16 games, right? Like you're not going to give you a 16-game parlay. Yeah, yeah. This one, we just got a few. Yeah, a few, keep it simple. A few bouts. Okay. So uh, my, I'm just going to parlay all of my decisions. So I've got, uh, <laughs> I've got Cara France. Um, I've got Reyes. Dewodu Adesanya parlay those four together. Are you counting? Okay, four. That gives you four eighty six plus four eighty six odds. Okay, that's not as ridiculous as you normally are. So I'm gonna I'm gonna support that parlay. That's cool. I'm up thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, you're right. You got the you got the money to back it up. I'm paying rent this month. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, My parlay is gonna involve a couple guys on the uh, on the prelims, like I like to do. Brad Riddell is the first one. Uh, His nickname's Quake. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, he's a, another Auckland guy. He's part of that team, um, and I think he's going to have uh, a big couple of years, so I expect him to get the job here done here. He's a little bit of a favorite. Juan Espino's the second leg of the parlay, and then Israel Adesanya's the third leg of the parlay. That pays out at plus 185. Uh, not a huge plus money parlay, but I feel pretty safe about those three fights. For that reason, I'm going to combine the three. Well, I wish you the best of luck on that. Me too. Uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, uh, I'm in a little bit of danger of going in the red here. So fingers crossed to have a positive UFC 253 event. Fingers crossed for both of us. Finger crossed for all the people betting this, uh, these fights. And have a great uh, NFL weekend right now. We're going to go watch some games, right? Yeah, Redskins on the road to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Redskins. Uh, not the Redskins, the Washington uh, football yeah, team. Yeah, the football team uh, on the way to the Super Bowl. Any last words from Mark before we close out the show? Um, I just want to reiterate how awesome sports are. They're really great. And that is it. And LeBron James is good at them. See Goodbye. You next, see you next week. spring and i'm saying goodbye snow hello adventure and during the honda dream garage spring event you can get epic deals on your favorite honda model ready to get rugged then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive honda suv like the crv hrv pilot passport or redesigned ridgeline want to take a spring road trip then check out a fuel efficient turbocharged civic or accord say goodbye to winter and hello to a new honda don't miss huge savings during the honda dream garage spring event now at your local honda dealer The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney+. Plus. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. We're partners, co-workers. Not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now streaming only on Disney+. Plus.